Hello everyone, our guest this week is SVP of A&R and Warner Records, Ishan Bolden. Raised in a family of artists, Ishan signed some of the most popular artists in the hip-hop culture, and his current roster includes artists like Lil Pump and Saweetie. During our conversation, we talked about the importance of leaning on analytics with a combination of extreme passion and work ethic in developing an artist. And we found Ishan's advice to see your career as a marathon and learn as much as you can while cultivating relationships to be a great source of guidance for the young professionals aspiring to be music executives. Here's Ishan Bolden on Came A Long Way. We have a very special guest here today, Ishan Bolden. Welcome. What's up? What's up? So um, let's go right in. For some of our listeners who might not know, you're a very successful A&R now working at Warner Records, and you worked with a lot of um, important artists throughout your career. So at what point in your career you decided to work closely with artists and become an A&R? Um, well, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, I've, I've had the pleasure of working with uh, a lot of great artists. Uh, but for me, um, my parents, they did music. Uh, my mother and father, they were in an R&B group. Um, and they were big in Sacramento. I'm from Sacramento, California. Um, so I was always around music pretty much my whole life. So, you know, growing up, we had the party house. They had all the music. My dad's friends would come over. My mom's friends would come over. I would come out and perform for them and you know, so so music kind of ran in my blood, um, and and I also you know in in high school I played sports, so it was a combination of music and sports. Um, but when I when I realized I wasn't going to the NBA, I really shifted <laughs> over to music, and um, and it's worked out for me. And um, how would you say like? the definition of what an A&R does or like in terms of like the music industry changed over time? Yeah, um, I, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to a- answer that question because we do so much. Um, I think my basic definition would kind of be that we are the liaison between the artist and the label. Um, we spend a lot of time in the studio uh, make, making the records we spend a lot of time um, building a relationship with our artists, helping our artists uh, create the product. Uh, we also spend time in in the office, in in different meetings, uh, making sure the label has what they need uh, to help move our artists forward. But we we also we we kind of look at ourselves as like the lifeblood of the label, because nothing happens without us without us signing the right artists and making the right records. And would you say like now that the um, whole like technology and the streaming and all these things are like the analytics part of it and the numbers and all of that, obviously they're a part of like ANR's job to like look at those. But would you say um, that's like the more important part now or would you still say that like the talent and the music like that comes first? Um, I think as an A&R, um, you definitely have to know what's going on around you. You have to know what people like. Um, when I first started, um, and I was an intern, I would run around with with music and and try to get higher higher executives to to listen to it. Um, they didn't know me, so they didn't trust my ear. So at that time, I had to actually lean on analytics um, at a very very early time before it became really the thing. 
So I had to lean on that to, you know, so when they shut me down, I would say, yeah, but, but why is it doing, you know, 5,000 units in Idaho or why does it have X amount of YouTube views? You know what I mean? So, so I use analytics to my, my advantage very, very early on in my career. Um, for me, you still have to sign an artist, right? Because analytics may lead you to a song and the song may work, but then you have to do it again, right? Then you have to go in the studio and make a song, make a record. The artist has to be able to perform, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's still an element of artist development, um, you know, when it comes to, to signing talent and, and when it comes to leaning on analytics. Um, so I've been, on, I've been on all sides of the spectrum, you know. Um, one of my first big signings was a kid named Silento. He had a big song called me, Watch Me Whip, Watch Me Nay Nay. And, and that was, you know, it started happening, um, you know, before, before streaming, but it was like when it was like f- physical downloads. Kids were downloading the song and watching it on YouTube. And, and it, was a, it was a great time. The, the song ended up going uh, nine or ten times platinum. Um, you know, it made, it made the label a lot of money, that one song. Um, but we still had to develop him as an artist. You know what I mean? So, so it was fun. And then we had to get back to work. And so you have to have the skill of, you have to have the record making skill, you know, because um, at the end of the day, you, you have to do it again and again and again and again. And that's the job. And um, how would you say, like, on the artist side, what are some of, like, the key um, like attributes and personalities, like some key characteristics that you look for in an artist? Um, for me, it's, it's obviously it's talent, right? Um, something that's God-given, usually. Uh, and work ethic, you know? Um, if you have talent and you don't, you don't work, we're not going to get anywhere, you know? Um, when we have to make an album or we're in the process of making an album and you have to do, you have to wake up at 6 a.m. And, and come to your radio show, right, and, and do an interview, well, you got to get up and do that, and we still have to make our project, you know? So um, extreme passion, work ethic. Um, I look for an artist that has vision, you know, knows, knows where they're trying to go. They may not necessarily know how to get there, and that's where we come in to help them. Um, but an artist that has vision usually uh, pays off in the end. And how would you say, because you said that, like, um, you get in and help the artist, but how would you say, like, from the first moments where, like, you were seeing your parents, like, being in the music business and then eventually you got in, like, how did your career um, affect your personal growth? Yeah, um, well, having the, the fortune of having creative parents, I learned very early on that I did not want to be an artist, which was good. Um, but I wanted to be involved in the creative process. So, so they had the equivalent of an A&R. They had people that would help them make their music and uh, so on and so forth. So I had the, the luxury of seeing that at an early age. Um, I didn't necessarily fully know what um, an A&R did, you know. Um, but I knew that's what I wanted to do. So... Um, 
So that really helped me. During our break, we were actually talking about like how the A&R's job doesn't end <laughs> when they sign an artist. Yeah. So I want to like touch on that a little bit because we discussed this with our like previous guests as well. And I think it's a really good point to kind of like hear what an A&R actually does after like signing an artist. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just had we just had a whole conversation. <laughs> but um, so anytime somebody asks what an ask me what an A&R does I feel like it's such a loaded question because I can't in that in that time period I probably can't give them the full spectrum of what we do you know so we were just talking about breaking it down a little bit into parts um, this isn't all the parts but some significant parts and and our first job is identifying talent right so um, if I see an artist that that I want to sign um, nine times out of ten in today's climate, it's, it gets competitive, right? So our first job is actually signing the artist, um, which, which is a whole process in itself depending on um, how much the artist is buzzing, depending on our competitors, right? Um, deals can get really pricey, right? Um, where you have to kind of make, you know, you have to, you have to make a, a guess that that it's going to work, you know. Some deals get to a point where it's like, well, this got to this has to work if I'm going to sign it, you know. So, we sign the artist. Uh we have to build a relationship uh with the artist that we sign. We have to introduce the artist to the rest of the label. And and if you work for a global label, label like I do, then you know, we we have easily over 500 employees all around the world, right? And then as an A&R, our job is to put the right producers and the right songwriters in with our artists to make the right product that the artist feels comfortable about and that that's commercial enough for us to, to do business with, right? So that's a whole process, right? And then once we, we finish the product, then we work with the rest of the label, radio, promotion, you know, sales, marketing right to to deliver the product properly so you know this could this could be a you know this process could take a year it could take months it could take it's, it just all depends on the artist and what what level the artist is at and 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 a lot of other uh moving parts so and um, I think along with this process and for the process of everyone that's working at a label, like the definition of success, I think, changes for everyone. Like some people see it as um, a job promotion or financial success um, and like financial progress. And some people see it as like doing what they love and doing what they're passionate about. So how would you like define success for yourself? Um, for me, it's just it's kind of all of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I love that I get to wake up and do what I love and then I also get paid <laughs> for it. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, for me, you know, I started doing this when I was eight, 18. I'm not going to tell you how old I am now, but um, so I've been doing this for a while. And what's most important to me currently is quality of life. You know, when I wake up in the morning, um, you know, I love going to a building that, uh, where I love the people, where I love the organization. Um, I love working with artists that I genuinely love, you know what I mean? 
and and that we have a mutual respect for each other. Um, you know, so so my work life, you know, has to blend in with my personal life really well. You know, that's just where I'm at in my life. Um, but you know, for me, success it's it's all about success. You know, um, it's all about results and and um, being consistent. You know, because um, it means nothing if you if it's just a phase if it happens one time. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, so I really try to, um, I, I really try to stay consistent. That's that's what I'm always looking, you know, thinking about consistency. And what are some of the like the um, methods I should say um, you have to like stay consistent in such a like a stressful environment like the music industry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think everybody's different. Um, for me, you have to be able to manage a lot of moving parts, you know? So I I try to stay as organized as possible. Um, I like to box. Boxing is like my thing in the morning. Um, it's kind of a stress reliever, but it's also like, you know, it just gets me going, you know what I mean? Um, and um, yeah, I, I mean, that's, I, I would say just staying organized. Staying organized, and it's it's constant follow up in my world, constant follow up, you know, um, but it's worth it. And um, from our previous guests, um, we saw that like um, giving like an accurate um, example within the music industry is always like telling um, stories about like how you how you done things. So, what would you say like one of the memories you had? Um, that you were really felt low and then you felt challenged, but you overcame that situation? Oh, man. Well, I felt, I feel like that's like every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I ever really just feel low, you know. Um, there's points in time where we have to just lock in and meet deadlines, you know. A lot, a lot of it is deadlines, you know. Um, and and that's that's pretty much with every project, you know. Um, um, uh, one specific is kind of hard for me right now because <laughs> I can't I can't really think. Um, but I'd say like you know we uh, we cut it to the wire with with Sweetie's project, um, her last EP, um, and you know m uh, my type was the last song that made the EP. And um, a shout out to Sweetie, by the way, because that record is number one uh, at Rhythmic Radio right now. But um, it was so, it was a record that she wa wanted to do. It was a it was a record that she loved when she was a kid, and she wanted to flip it. And it was the last one that made the project. And you know, we were all pretty stressed out about it. Um, but as you can see, it's it was one of the biggest songs of of the summer, and currently is the biggest song in the country on Rhythmic Radio and platinum <laughs> and um how would you say because getting out of your comfort zone can be a difficult thing especially if you're working for um, a global company mm -hmm. and um how do you kind of um push your team to get out of their comfort zones and like take more responsibilities yeah um i think then you know the nature of our job is to be out of our comfort zone you know um 
we have the saying that there's, you know, you no, there's you're not going to find a hit in the office. You know what I mean? Um, so a lot of times we're just out, we're out pushing it to, to, to the, to the limit. And what I would say is, um, you know, you have to be persistent in this business. You know, you can't, if you have a vision, see it all the way through until, until you can't no more, you know, um, things happen. It's, it's the music industry. So things happen. Um, you're working with an artist with emotions, not a box of Tide. You know, we're not selling a box of Tide. We're selling um, art. So with that, it can get a little uh, hectic. Um, but if you but if you love it, then then you're going to enjoy the, the journey. We've come to my favorite part of the show. <laughs> I love this question. <laughs> so um, I'm going to give you three different years in the past. And I want you to give us an important memory from each. And the first would be 2005. Okay. Um, 2005. Kind of aging myself. <laughs> 2005 is, is, was a very special year for me because that's when I, I left college. And I left college to do an internship for Interscope Records. Um, I'm from Sacramento. Interscope is in Los Angeles. So... Um, I made a decision that drastically changed my life. Um, and go to college. Trust me, go to college and get your education. But for me, that was the best, one of the best decisions I've ever made. Um, and that was the beginning of my journey to where I am today. And um, along with that um, internship and all that, would you say that, like, over the years, obviously, like, it was challenging for you to, like, leave college and start that but then what kept you like going in the music business yeah oh man man it was those were some years um yeah so when i when i <laughs> on my first day of my internship um i realized that it wasn't necessarily that people were teaching me anything i was literally there to get coffee and and uh copy papers but over time I started to realize that I'm here you know I'm here so it's on me to soak up some knowledge and make myself accessible to people and and go get it you know and not it wasn't about somebody telling me to do something or teaching me how to do it it was it was like okay well I'm in the building now you know so I got I got to make some things happen um you know so so i so i interned probably for a year and a half um before i before i ever got paid so i was sleeping on my auntie's couch um which is all all i needed at the time you know um and i spent my whole day in in the building running around meeting people and trying to figure out how i could be helpful um and over time, you start to realize that the whole key to it is is being helpful to people. You know, when you help other people, you help yourself. So at the time, um, you know, I was young. I was I was out in the field in the scene, and and I realized that there were a lot of executives who had families, and they just weren't able to just be out there um, at the rate I was. So so I told myself that I would be helpful to them and and bring them music. 
you know, get out there, see what's going on, and bring it back to them and, and help them out with whatever they were trying to do. And and at that point, I, I, I did that, and I cemented a lot of friendships and relationships. And, um, you know, this business is small, so, um, you know, all, all those friendships are meaningful. And that was my launching pad into into the business. And from that point on, how about 2010? Oh, man. 2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2010。2
So it takes a lot of energy and passion to do what we do and to move the the ball up the mountain. Sometimes all you have is your your passion for something. And um you know, if it's not working, it's just not working, you know? And uh, you know, as an A R you have an obligation to your artist, but you also have an obligation to the corporation that you're working for, you know? And um, you know, it it all works out when when we meet in the middle and everybody kind of gets what they need. So. And um, moving on with the year question, um, what would you say for 2015? 2015 was um, a very special moment for me because, and I hope I got my years right, but that's when I um, had my first hit record, which was the Silento record, um, Watch Me Whip, Watch Me Nay Nay. And, um, and that was a, a big moment for me because that really, really validated me and gave me confidence, which I knew I could do it, but that was, you know, something that materialized and and um, and gave me and, and gave me the validation that I needed, and um, and that was big because that was probably one of the biggest records of the year at the time for the label I was working for, and I was. Um, and yeah, I was I was blessed to have the opportunity because they they allowed me to sign it before really knowing what it was, and um, and that really opened the door for me. And um, now going through all these years, what would be like one advice that you could you would give to your younger self now, um, either when you were an intern or when you just like just started in the business as an executive? Yeah, um, I would say. You know, I would say it, in any situation, you should you should put yourself in the other person's shoes, you know, because it's such a team effort to break artists. Um, and we all have a job to do, you know, and we have to come together to do it. And and, you know, the more you know about what other, what a, what the other person is trying to do or needs to do, um, you know, the better you'll understand how to to make yourself available to get it done, you know? Um, so I would say that just, you know, put yourself in other people's shoes, be a team player, learn how to work together. Um, and yeah. And um, also like uh, following your passion is obviously a really important thing um, for a person's like career and starting your career, but what would your advice be on um, like recent graduates or current college students who are tr still trying to like figure their passion yeah. and um, may feel like lost along the way? Mm -hmm. I would say um, go get the experience, go intern, you know, get in the field, learn as much as you can, learn not only what you want to do, you know, I think we had this conversation off, but if you want to, if you want to be an A&R, go learn marketing. Go learn sales, go learn radio, understand, you know, how they all work together because it's just going to make you a better A&R, you know? So learn, 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 learn. Uh, learn the business. Learn how to read a P&L statement, right? Because you need to know what the company overall is trying to accomplish and how you fit in to that, you know? Um, it, because it, we're dealing with art and business, and, and you have to know how to merge the two. 
So any last messages to young professionals who are aspiring to be music executives as we wrap up the show? Um, I would say literally just keep going, you know, keep going. It's a marathon. Um, learn as much as you can. Um, you know, your, your love for what you, what you, what you do is going to get you through. You may not be able to see the finish line, but just, just keep going. And, um, and then when it's time for you to pay it forward, then make sure you, you, you help the next person. For more, subscribe to Came A Long Way on Came A Long Way Apple podcast page and follow us on Instagram at Came A Long Way.